0: Well, welcome everybody. This is your host, Candy Foster. And today, I have an amazing show, like always. Today, our show is called The Courage to Awaken and Align. What the heck does that mean? Well, you're going to find out because we're going to talking about being able to live in harmony in a consistent basis. You know, years ago, I used to think I was awakened and aligned, but I really wasn't. Because what what I was doing is I was pushing, 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 driving, driving, driving all the time. And I would take moments to align, meditate, quiet my mind. But I didn't live that my whole life. Can you relate to that? You know, I had stop-start patterns, right? I'd start being feeling comfortable, aligned in my own skin, connected to soul, connected to spirit. And then all of a sudden, I would like be out there. I'd be upset or I'd be stressed or I'd be uh, in a place where I was just driving and driving. So if that's you, this is going to be an amazing show for you because we're going to be uh, teaching you how to wake up in ways that maybe you haven't been awakened up, right? You know, my show theme is to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. This part is being able to know the unknowable there's a lot of things in your space right now you may not be aware of only because you are programmed in a certain way to see certain things that and I know you know that's true so today we're going to change that around but before we do I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with my guest. I've written a new book. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Unlock Your Genius, Your Soul, and to Transform Your Life. So it's daily strategies. I wrote this specifically because over the years, I've noticed in my own life and in the lives of my clients that, listen, a little inspiration doesn't get it. A little wisdom doesn't get it. A little action doesn't get it. It's daily dripping on the mind, dripping on those actions, taking specific focused actions, towards your dreams and setting specific goals, right? Goals help us to transform the little self into the possibilities that we have in each of us. All of us are given dreams and if you're sitting there and you're not manifesting that dream, just a little bit of you is chipping away every day that's not happening until you finally wake up and say, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to connect with something greater than myself, my force, my God, my life, my universe, whatever, I don't care what you call it. You tune into that force and that's what's going to get you to the next level. So we are back. We we're talking about the courage to awake and align. And uh, by the way, for those of you that are listening to the show right now, you can get that book uh, that was just advertised at courage to change.us. All right, I want to introduce my guest. Her name is Nova uh, Whitman, and she's an author, she's a speaker, she's a certified life coach, she's an NLP practitioner, and she's a Reiki master. And over the last several years, she's worked with Neil Donald Walsh. Some of you may remember that Neil wrote a New York Times bestselling book, Conversations with God. Well, she's one of his coaches. Nova specializes in an approach called spiritual alignment, a powerful and practical blending of one's spirituality and humanity. She helps clients to live more intentionally and authentically through deep understanding and application of who they really are. Hmm. Let's find out who you really are. Nova, welcome to the show. It's great to have you.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I want to just dive right in. So what is uh, alignment? What is, uh, you know, how do we spiritually align?
1: Yes. Great question. So what I mean by alignment is it's that sweet spot where you are feeling super calm and clear, like connected, intentional. You have a lot more energy. You're just able to see from a higher vantage point and you feel very connected to kind of that truth of who you really are. And then I add in the spiritual part because to me, spiritual is um, it's not necessarily just related to God or religion or even only your beliefs. It's everything. It's the awareness and the conscious participation in your human experience. So essentially spiritual alignment is learning how to come from that, clear connected aligned place more often as you consciously create and experience your life
0: well that's a whole lot you know that that uh, I know that I've been on that journey for many years and um, you know it's uh, it's easy to talk about and it's not necessarily easy to do how did you get involved in this work
1: yeah, so I am one of those people who did not grow up traditionally. I was exposed to a lot of the more woo-woo types of spirituality at a very young age. However, I had an engineer for a father. So I feel like I've always had a pretty balanced view of both sides or different sides of things. And I just I was really drawn to um finding meaning in life from a young age. Uh, not many people know this, but when I was a kid, I could, I have always been able to see auras and energy. And to me, it's as, as natural as looking at a paint at paint on a wall or something like that. But I didn't realize other people, uh, for the most part could not see that. And when my mom helped me understand what I was seeing, it kind of clicked in my head that, okay, there's more to this life than what we're told than what we're taught. And that just supported my whole journey into, you know, the first uh, spiritual development book I read was Conversations with God when I was 14 years old. And I essentially have never put it down. And I've been, you know, devouring as much of those kind of spiritual conscious content as I could all along. And I didn't even know something like life coaching existed until I was in my twenties, my early twenties. And as soon as I found out about it, I was like, okay, that is definitely a great modality for me to get out there and help people in whatever way I can. Cause to me, it's always been about, um, you know, like everybody's raised a certain way. We're exposed to certain things. And most of those things are really just creating a sense of disconnect and dissonance within us. And we feel that, that sense of like, discomfort, like, okay, there's got to be more to this, or maybe I'm not showing up the way that I really feel I could. And I've always been wanting to close that gap to just help myself first and foremost, and then others be able to live more authentically and access some of that stuff in in just everyday ways.
0: Well, I love, I love the fact that you could see auras through the beginning. I know that, um, you know, somebody talked to me about auras maybe 20 years ago. And I, and I thought, wow, You know what? If one person can see it, I should be able to see it. And um, actually, I took a lot of uh, some instruction and kept working on it. And about three months after I started, I was able to see some amazing auras. And uh, I still can to this day. So um, working with Neil Donald Walsh, um, that's that's a real honor. You know, I've met him before and he's uh, he's actually an amazing human being. How, how was that experience for you, and how did that come about?
1: Um, it's my greatest conscious manifestation. Um, like I said, I picked up his first book when I was 14 and I read all of them. I read all of them. And when I became a coach, um, I was basically basing my coaching work in the concepts of conversations with God, as well as a lot of Abraham Hicks's uh, concepts. But I was a talented coach with next to no clients. I didn't know how to run a business. I knew nothing about marketing. And all I really wanted to do was get out there and serve people. So I set this intention once I started practicing my, this alignment stuff, the spiritual alignment process, I set this intention of, you know, I want to manifest a way to have a steady flow of ideal clients without me having to do anything to really lift a finger and i'm not even kidding you just maybe a couple months later i found myself through a series of serendipitous magical events in neil's studio in ashland oregon and i i was the only one there there were supposed to be about 30 other people no one else showed up it was just me i traveled from minnesota to oregon And I ended up getting to go on camera with him. And he was supposed to, I was supposed to ask him questions. He started asking me questions, saw that I was very fluent in the CWG material. And before I knew it, I had a spot on his team and then a steady flow of clients coming through.
0: How cool is that? I mean, that's a really cool uh, intentional story. So you set intention. You decided this is what I want to do. And I don't want to have to, you know, go out and be a marketer. I want people, clients to come to me and boom, you find Neil Donald Walsh. Just coincidences, right?
1: Well, I call it synchronicity and serendipity. I don't believe in coincidence, but it was a beautiful
0: unfolding. I don't either. I think we're responsible for everything that shows up in our life. And I really do. I believe at some level we're creating everything, the good, the bad, the evil and the ugly. All of it's coming our way because of our, our mind, our mindsets, and um, some of our past uh, past uh, things that we brought to us. So, all right, let, listen, I got to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, though, I want to talk about your book and um, how to uh, navigate this human experience in your in your eyes. So we'll uh, we'll be right back.
2: I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply Ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray, helping countless people fall asleep without counting teeth. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Kendi Foster. I'm speaking with author Nova Whitman, and we're going to be talking about her book. Uh, it's called Awake and Aligned, How to Navigate the Human Experience as a Spiritual Being. What motivated you to write the book?
1: Oh, great question. So, essentially, once my coaching practice really started to take off, because I was now taking steps in my business and in my life from that higher vantage point of alignment versus just, you know, old programming, making it up as I went, trying to figure stuff out, um, you know, wouldn't you know it, I started to become more and more successful. And not only successful in my business, but the clients that I was working with, I noticed were getting very consistent, successful results. Like, different details, different contexts, but essentially they were becoming more fulfilled and happy and satisfied internally, which is what we want anyway. We want how we think the external stuff is going to make us feel. But then because everything's vibrational and works by vibrational law, they began to attract the external circumstances that they thought they needed in the first place to feel good. So in in short, they were happy. They were rocking it. I was rocking it. And I thought, well, I better get this in a book form, get it out there to more people because I can only work with so many people at a time.
0: What do you think the benefits of people uh, when they read the book? What do you think they want? What do they walk away with?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, um, from what I've heard from my readers is They feel very validated because I think in today's world and and how spirituality has become more of a common thing, spiritual practices, it's more widely accepted. But there's also this stigma that you have to be like a Buddha on the mountaintop all the time. And so anytime somebody encounters their human side, which is daily throughout the day, um, it can really be discouraging because you feel like you're failing. And in my book, I make it a huge point to share my own humanity, um, because I think you really got to embrace that part of yourself in order to access the greater states of consciousness. You cannot do it by condemning it. And so I think people feel relieved and that raises their vibration and they're able to access more for themselves. And then I give them practical applications in each and every chapter. So it's taking this really big, heady stuff and condensing it to easily digestible and quickly applicable things that they can do, anyone can do, no matter where you're at.
0: You know, I've had uh, people tell me that um, they don't want to become spiritual because it'll shut down their drive. It'll shut down mm-hmm. their power, their passion. And you're, you're, uh, you're affirming that the truth that I know. Is that you actually increase your energy, you increase your power, you increase your drive, you increase your creativity. Everything seems to increase when you get on this uh, quote spiritual path. Um, how do you have a morning practice or anything you do, or how do you how do you connect uh, spiritually?
1: Yes, in fact, that is the biggest one of the biggest takeaways of the book, and that I give every client. I tell them if they don't do this, don't bother working with me. Cause it's going to make my job easier and it's going to make your life better more quickly. And that is having a daily alignment practice. And there's so many different things you can do, but the ones that I have honed in on as being universally uh, impactful and accessible for people, they, they work the best. And most people like them. I mean, I'm journaling every day because that helps me consciously manage my thoughts and emotions. We have over 60,000 thoughts in a day. There's no way you can account for all of them, but if you can bring consciousness to some of those thoughts by journaling, you can manage them, you can focus them. There's meditation, which helps too. I know a lot of people meditate, but my take on it is to just commit to a minimum. Like if it's two minutes a day, great. If it's 20, okay, good. But if it's two, do it. Because the consistency part is what really gets you into that flow, into that state of alignment uh, more easily. So I do that and I, um, I do something called powerful questions, which is lesser known. It's a lesser known um, daily alignment practice, but it's, it's one that really connects you to the awareness that we're not doing this alone, that we're co-creating with the universe, with God, with source, with your angels, guides, whatever your language is around that. Um, but it's essentially a tool that helps you get out of the way, get out of your own way so the universe can take care of the how for you. That's great. Um, So those are a few of what I do. There's a lot more, but I, I usually start people on um, one or two or three or four of them, depending on where they're at. And it's the consistency piece. So daily is the goal. And that is where the magic is.
0: That makes sense. Well, OK, so let me throw this at you. All right. So, you know, I'm uh, uh, you know, I've started my day. I'm, uh, you know, aligned, I'm feeling really good. I'm, you know, I haven't gotten upset with anybody. I'm, I'm just really, you know, um, thinking about how amazing this day is. And then I have to get out of bed. So what, uh, <laughs> well, how, you know, let's say somebody, you know, you're, you're having a great day and then things, and things go south for you. What tools do you have in the book that can help people to realign?
1: Yes. And that's something that's going to happen to everyone. I don't care who you are. I don't care how enlightened you are, what credentials you have. It's going to happen because we are human. We're going to meet external factors that throw us off of our game. So that's why I always say the most important part of this process is to know how to get back into a state of flow or alignment when you're inevitably knocked out. And I list a bunch of ways, but one, a few of my favorites are, um, you know, to, to meet yourself where you're at, you know, don't try to slap a positivity band-aid on it, because that usually just creates more resistance. So you might just do something like, even though I feel frustrated by what just happened, I appreciate that I have the opportunity to choose a better thought here. Or I appreciate that I have a break soon and I can go outside and get some fresh air. So you're acknowledging the the unwanted situation that threw you off your game, but then you're consciously choosing to move up into something better. That's one that is really good to use when it's nothing that's too earth shattering. But another way that I offer is when it is earth shattering, like if something really deep within you gets triggered, like an old story or an old trauma, or you witness or experience something that's really jarring. That wouldn't be an appropriate technique. Then it would be the technique of like, okay, move towards it, be with it, feel it, allow yourself to feel it, process the situation. And then I give, um, you know, indications and, and prompts on how to move up from there when you're ready. Because so I think a lot of it is we're, we're in this day and age in the positivity movement. It's like, just think positive all the time. And we're not built that way. That's, that's unrealistic. So you got to meet yourself.
0: No, I totally get that. And yeah, was, uh, you're positive. There's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, as my mm-hmm. friend Tony Robin would say. And then all of a sudden the weeds have overtaken your garden, right? So you gotta be a you've gotta be a gardener trimming the weeds in your life if you really want to get ahead in life. So when we get back from the break, I want to ask you a little bit about superpowers and how to tap into those superpowers to uh, to become the best version of yourself. <laughs>
3: comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life a time to seek freedom from the anxiety addiction and other issues that may be bringing you down A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic, residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed, and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
0: Well, if you just joined us, uh, this is an amazing conversation we're having, uh, The Courage to Awaken and Align with Nova uh, Whiteman. And um, we're talking about her book, uh, which is called uh, Awaken and Align, How to Navigate the Human Experience as a Spiritual Being. Uh, Nova, uh, part of uh, what you're about is helping people tap into their superpowers. Uh, First of all, let's define what a superpower might be. And then how would you suggest people start to really align with those superpowers?
1: Yes, this is one of my favorite topics because I use the term superpowers rather than strengths because it's more exciting, but it's also very, very true. We tend to look at our strengths as like, okay, I'm a good writer. I'm a good speaker. I'm great at sports. You know, that's a strength. But superpower is when it's like you have your, your own special flair to it and you notice that there's a magnetism there. And a lot of us, if not all of us, actually have kind of supernatural powers. Like you mentioned before, you learned, or I wouldn't say you learned, you reacquainted yourself with your ability to see energy and auras. My ability never got, it never went away. It's here still because it wasn't squashed out of me, given that I had a very spiritually oriented mom. Uh, But most people, if not all, do have that ability So that would be a superpower. And there are ways to really, you know, nurture that much like you did, Ken. Um, So it could be intuition, it could be somebody's laugh, like they have an infectious laughter. I would say my husband's sense of humor is his superpower, because people I mean, if you find yourself in a room with him, people laugh a ridiculously loud amount where I have to look at him and be like, all you have to do is open your mouth and people laugh like that is a gift. That is a superpower right there. So it's just it's kind of part of your your spiritual DNA or what makes you uniquely you on a soul level, but is also a strength.
0: I really like that. I, I like oh. that you brought it down into practical things like a smile or a laugh or, you know, just a way of being and showing up as a superpower doesn't have to be something where you're, you know, you're building uh, tall buildings or you're, or jumping off tall buildings—that's your superpower. Although it could be, some people uh, like to fly, I guess. <laughs> but uh, you know, with those superpowers, um, you know, a lot of people haven't really discovered what their superpower is. Um, how do you help them do that? Yes.
1: So, as with everything, my very first um, piece of guidance for anyone is to first practice getting into alignment and you can do that through those daily alignment practices, which I do outline in my book. I devoted two chapters to it. Um, But once you get into that flow and essentially you're finding yourself raising your vibration every single day consistently to a certain level where you have access to those things, you start to notice uh, superpowers and spiritual gifts emerging that you never noticed before I've seen people all of a sudden become clairaudient, you know, or clairvoyant, or their intuition is skyrocketing. Um, But also when, when you're working with those superpowers that you already have, and maybe you just haven't given them the credit that they deserve, usually in a session or in my groups, I'll help people by exploring it. Like, what are you good at? What makes you feel alive? Where do you feel the most ease at being yourself? You know, those sorts of places are where you can look, because then you can identify those things. And again, it can be as as easy or or seemingly simple as, you know, I am an excellent cook. And you ask them a few questions, and you find out that they're creating these transformative experiences every time somebody eats their food or gets to enjoy their food. So you're not, you're not just a great cook; you're great at creating connection and feelings of joy and abundance through your art of cooking.
0: I love that. Well, I'm going to put the book back up on the screen and uh, please tell people where they can get this right now.
1: So it's on Amazon. You can just search it up on Amazon. Otherwise, you can find a direct link on my website, which I'm sure will be in the show notes. Um, But yeah. Okay. And there's an audio uh, version. uh, too. The book
0: is awake in the line. And the author, of course, is Nova Whitman. And um so you can find that on Amazon or at her site, which is Nova uh, Whitman dot com. And it's spelled uh N O V A W I G H T M A N dot com. Nova dot com for my listening audience. I want to make sure you guys uh, know know where to get it. Um Nova, you know, you had I know um you know you had a miscarriage. I'm so sorry to hear that. And uh you know, then your dad had cancer and you're going through, you know, you're a mom, you've got a business to run, you've got all kinds of things going on. Um, Let's talk about you personally. How did you use your superpowers uh, to overcome all those challenges that were hitting you all at once?
1: Yeah. Well, the number one superpower that kicked in when life got hard um, is that I was kind of born with this ability to, to look at life as if there's a will, there's a way. It's not a matter of if it will work out for the best. It's just how or when. And um, so um, you might call me an eternal optimist, but I just feel like there's an inherent sense of trust that just, I don't know why I have it. It's a superpower. So that was at the core of those experiences. But it was also through this alignment work and understanding that I you don't have to be all sunshine and roses and go straight to the gift and the opportunity inherent in each experience that it's okay to embrace the grief, the crushing grief, the, you know, the suckiness of the situation, the unfairness of it, and just be with it. And that in and of itself is an alchemical transformative experience. And then through my daily practices of just being able to, recognize and discern when, you know, okay, I'm having a good moment. Like when, when I had the miscarriage or when my shortly after my dad died, everybody who's experienced grief, you know, it makes no sense. There's no rhyme or reason you're going to be fine one minute and you're going to be like on your knees in the next. So I learned through this practice of alignment to be able to discern when, when I could just milk the good feelings and let that be enough. And really take care of myself when I was in that like really heartache space. And yeah, I really that believe that I can move through a lot yeah. more easily and quickly.
0: Wow. Well, listen, we are, believe it or not, we're out of time. Really? <laughs> so it just goes like that in the show. I know. Yeah. And, and, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and sharing the new book and, um, I, I truly hope for you the best in, in all you do and, and helping all those people, really, all the people out there that are listening. Is, I hope you'll realign and connect with Nova and really be able to take your life to the next level. So, Nova, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank
0: all right. And, you know, so for those of you that are listening right now, I hope you'll uh, let your family and friends know about this show. That's how we grow the show. You know, we help you see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. We're in 185 countries right now, and um, you know we're growing. But yeah, you know, so is uh, so is positivity in this world, and that's what we're putting out. So if you like that, please let people know. You can follow us on YouTube or Facebook. You can also um, go to our website, Voices of to get all the replays to watch them, or you can tell Alexa, Cortana, or Siri to play Voices of Courage podcast. It'll come right up. Till next time. to the show, everybody. It's uh, good to see you today. Hope you're having an amazing day. And for those of you that can't see me and just hear my voice, I hope someday you'll be able to tune in on some of our TV stations. So this is Ken B. Foster, and today my show is going to be called The Courage to View Your Future. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? Imagine if you could really view your future and know what's in store for you. Would you change things? Would you... Do things just the way you've been doing them? Would you look at your tendencies now, your habits, those ones that are working and the ones that aren't, and make new choices? Hmm. It's going to be an interesting show. And I have a special guest on my show today, Crystal Penn. And she is uh, an individual who's been immersed in helping people to understand their humanity, understand who they are, where they've come from, what they're where they're going in life if that's of interest to you stay on this is going to be an incredible show and i hope you'll uh hope you'll be part of it okay i'm going to take a quick break and uh then we'll uh we'll be right back
4: Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love?
0: Well, welcome back, you? everybody. Uh, again, the, today the show is called The Courage to View Your Future. And I have an amazing guest with me today. Her name is Crystal Penn. She's a native Californian. She's an astrologer, animal communicator, and author of Fire in the Sky. Searching for answers to our human existence, Crystal reveals the secret stories of the planets and their symbols in creativity, entertaining, and a spirit-filled way. Crystal, uh, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here.
5: Thank you, Ken. I'm so excited to be here. This is such a great show. Well, you know, I haven't had an astrologer on this show for a long time, so I'm, I'm really glad to have you here. It's
0: awesome. Love to talk about this stuff.
5: Yes, and astrology is becoming such mainstream. You know, young kids, it's like a language that we can all relate to. It's a language that we can all learn from. And it gives us a common interest. So it's kind of interesting how it plays out even amongst young, young kids coming up.
0: So, I love it. Well, let's kind of let me just ask you, how would you get involved in it first? And, you know, doing readings and astrology and the occult and, you know, how would you get into that?
5: Well, I have to tell an honest story. Um, first of all, my first husband and my husband now, my wonderful husband now, both shared the same birthday. And when I was in the middle of that transition in my life, I had to know what that meant. Once I started realizing that not only did they have the same birthday, looking on Facebook and all the birthdays you get to see now that come up, I started realizing that many of my best friends also shared that same birthday, looking back into school and the different things I went through. And then I started noticing all types of other birthdays and connections and cycles and I had to know what it meant. I had to, I couldn't deny that, it, you know, as unique as it was, that there's so many different cycles that come in our lives. How many birthdays, how many relationships, um, even children, a lot of times being born on the same birthday, you know, maybe one year apart, um, you know, love relationships being born on the same birthday. So there's so many different unique ways that astrology can play out. And then, when I realize that there's actual cycles that we can ride, we can like a weather channel almost, that we can kind of see what's coming ahead, um, we can get on board with that energy and we can work with that energy st- instead of feeling kind of lost and what's next. Um, astrology for me allows me to really ride the waves. Um, I guess I can say now I can blame it on the planets just a little bit. <laughs> But ultimately, it's allowed me to look at myself honestly to be able to see my my positive sides and some of the things I struggle with and to understand where they come from now. And that allows me to, you know, find creative ways to make changes. So that was kind of some of the first things that happened. I
0: I love that. You know, I I think about, you know, using the planets uh, in a powerful way. I know when people taught me about Mercury retrograde, I thought, oh, there's no such thing. It doesn't even impact me. And, uh, of course, you know, I started paying attention, though. And, mm-hmm. uh, boy, communication things fell apart. You know, Internet things really started happening. Uh, anything that I hadn't taken care of seemed to uh, blow up. And, you know, so I started paying attention to that. And then what happened is after a series of <laughs> catastrophic Mercury retrograde events, I actually got got the understanding of, oh, it's coming, now let me see what do I need to do to prepare so that with this energy is here in my space I can take control and be in control of it and it's not controlling me. So yes. I think we can use things uh, astrology that way. What take on that?
5: Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. In fact, when I wrote my book last year, there was a certain astrological lineup that was happening for about nine months, and it was a process I was looking into, and I just looked into it and I said, you know what? This is my time. This is my time to write this book. I wrote it during that nine month period. I rode the wave. I haven't, oh, I don't always take advantage of it. Sometimes it passes me by. But the more I study and the more I watch what's, what the dance is up in the sky, the more we're able to take advantage of different opportunities. And it also helps us take a breath a little bit that we're already in a cycle. We don't have to be anxious when it's coming, when it's going to end. We just kind of ride it out. We can see it as we look at it, and I was able to have the energy and the clarity I needed during that nine months to write my book.
0: So, well, you know, I, I love that. And, and let's, uh, well, I guess I could jump into the book. But before I do, um, I want to just, um, let's talk about some people think of uh, astrology as, uh, you know, it's kind of, well, my, my whole life is destined. And this is the way it is. This is what the stars are telling me. I don't believe astrology was ever meant for that. I believe right. astrology was meant to show us our tendencies so that we could take personal responsibility of what's going on in our life and be able to change our destiny to the way that fits our, our, our needs. What, what's your hit on that?
5: Yeah, absolutely, Ken. That is so right on. That was, that was the most important thing for me, just like you were talking a minute ago about the Mercury retrogrades. You know, that gives us a chance to back up a little bit and do some review and re-edit and take care of some things and make sure, um, all our systems are working, you know, not knowing that information, you kind of just go through it and it's kind of a wild time and you survive it. But when you get to understand that the astrology is there for us to really, to guide us, just like if you were going to find out if there was going to be rain on your Sunday birthday party, is it going to be outside or is it going to be inside? Well, if you know there's going to be rain, you can make that change. You can also look at yourselves a lot more honestly, which is a beautiful thing to do because the planets don't judge. They're there to help guide. They're they're there to help us see within ourselves in a gentle and safe way. And I think that's what I've loved about it the most.
0: Yeah, that's what I love about it the most too. And you know, even studying Native American culture, where they use um, totems and in animals and in the nature to read to read what's going on. You're using astrology to do the same thing on a macro and a micro level. I want to talk about the micro level. I want to talk about our relationships, family dynamics, how we can maybe make better choices, uh, maybe finances and health, and how it all fits into astrology. I don't know if we'll get all of that, but I'm gonna come back from the break and we're gonna sure discuss some of it. So awesome. we, will, we will be right back.
2: I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin and many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply Ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully, because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray, helping countless people Fall asleep without counting feet. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now.
0: Uh, we're back, and I uh, want to say something about the uh, sponsor commercial that we just uh, listened to. If you're one of our radio or podcast listeners and you want to get the highest quality supplements available to you, you want to go to activationproducts.com forward slash courage. All right. We're back, in the show today is The Courage to View Your Future, and I'm talking with astrologist Crystal Pin and I hope I'm saying that right, Crystal. Yeah, um, you're saying. it anyway. right. good. All right. Well, listen. Um, all right. So let's go to the micro level of astrology. How do we apply it in our personal lives? Like, let's say I've got I've got a relationship challenge, or I don't have a relationship. Um, you know, how do people uh, use astrology to to uh, tune in to uh, what's next for them?
5: Right. Well, there's a couple different ways in astrology. There's a couple different um, cycles that bring out, can bring out relationships in our life, very faded relationships. For example, a Saturn cycle, which is a two and a half year cycle that comes into our life. Saturn is actually in the sign of Aquarius right now as we speak. And so Aquarius rules tribes. So the type of relationships that are going to be coming into our life right now are our tribe. We're going to be finding our tribe, finding people that share the same interests. So knowing that I want to be doing the things I love if I'm interested in a relationship because Aquarius energy is all about friendship and all about doing the things you love and being independent. So knowing that that's the energy, that's the type of relationships that are going to come into my life. I can follow this two and a half year cycle. So it allows me, you know, relationships take time to build. Everybody wants something overnight, but the universe will give us a cycle for new chapters, such as a Saturn return for two and a half years. Um, We can also have Venus cycles, which are 60 day cycles, approximately 60 day cycles. And that's another time when we see Venus, we watch what Venus is doing during specific times. We watch what, what sign is Venus in. If that sign is related to something in our personal chart, which is your birth chart based on the day you were born, we look at what was happening that day. And we look at what's happening in the sky right now. And then that's where as an astrologer, I can look and say, "Uh oh, you got or this is good news. <laughs> you got relationships coming your way this year. This is the time to be ready. And usually people are already desiring that to get excited and they get themselves ready. And that gives you a chance to get yourself ready. And then. As those relationships come in, they really grow. That's a that's going to be a faded relationship.
0: Well, I would I would suggest that the uh, you know the person that's single right now and they're in a two and a half year cycle and it might not be happening for a couple of years. That's a perfect time for personal growth. Yeah, that's a personal time to really look within yourself and take the pickaxe of uh, personal development and really start to look at what's working, what's not working, what you can do to improve your life. So yes. that when you get ready for that, for that relationship that you so much want to have in your life.
5: Yes. And I encourage people when they ask me about when do I have a relationship coming? I'll say, well, do you know what you want in your life? And they'll not really have any idea. And this is the opportunity for people to really manifest and to sit down. And I tell people, if, if you want the universe to bring this relationship in, you've got to know what you want. You've got to know what that relationship looks like. How do you want it to look? Um and, and knowing who you are. And so people start to kind of really get ready and then they're ready for that to come in and they're able to see it when it comes in. I
0: love that. You know, yeah. as, a, as a life coach, I also, uh, just to plus that, I also make sure that they're really connected with what they don't want. Yeah. <laughs> like non-negotiables, all right. Yes,
5: I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm going to use that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. But you know, it's it's amazing how many people are, you know, they struggle with that. They struggle with, well, I'm not sure what I want. I'm not sure what I don't want. Um, You know, so it's, uh, that's interesting. All right. What about, um, what about like people are having health challenges? Is there a way to use astrology to maybe support them in understanding their tendencies or understanding what maybe needs to change so that the health gets better?
5: Yes, absolutely. Well, the first thing we do is each sign has a specific health um a health focus so for example i was saying earlier we're in the sign of aquarius we're in the sign of aquarius saturn is there saturn is discipline. saturn is restriction saturn is getting your life in order so when saturn comes into a sign we look to see what does that sign represent well saturn in aquarius represents ankles represents our nervous system represents our you know our whole entire like i said nervous system so When that begins to happen for a lot of people, they might be feeling more anxiety. You know, everybody's kind of going, I don't know why I'm feeling all of this anxiety. Yeah, me too. I can relate. Or, oh, I just broke my ankle. Well, I did too. You know, different things like that, you want to start paying attention with. You know, for example, another example would be Gemini. Gemini rules the lungs and rules the shoulders and the arms and the hands. So when we have a Saturn cycle, say in Gemini, people are going to feel a little bit more maybe arthritis in their shoulders or maybe dealing with more asthma they've never had to deal with these health concerns can come up but when you know what the sign is it gives you a little secret into what is going to be the specific health concern during this cycle i love so, it
0: so i love it that's great okay let's talk about the book a little bit so the book okay. is uh, fire in the sky And congratulations on the book. I know how much it takes to get a new book out in the world. Um, uh, Okay. So what can readers look forward to in the book?
5: Okay. Well, I love to talk about the book. Um, I go into all 12 signs. I go into all 12 signs specifically. I talk about health, each one, what each sign represents in their health, what it's ruled by. I talk about family dynamics. We find out that Aries is a mama boy or mama girl. Uh, we can find out that Virgo is a bestie with their, with their mothers often because it's ruled by Mercury and Mercury rules family and sisters and brothers can have a sisterly relationship with the mother. Um, it also goes into addictions and psychology and the shadow side, the things that we actually can struggle with. So when people read this book, they can go, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that this had anything to do with my astrology. And we can find out that now we can do something about it because of the fact that we can see it now. And so I go into all of that. I go into family dynamics, um, the shadow side. I do celebrity profiles. So I talk about some fun celebrity stories that relate to the astrology. And I just go in deep, all 12 sun signs. So it's a great nightstand book or a great book if you want to find out what somebody's like. If we can understand each other, Now we have a common language and now we can be more compassionate to one another. We can realize that each one of us, we're on the same playing field, that we all have different struggles and we can maybe be more compassionate to one another as we're going through things. So that's what I hope the book does.
0: That's awesome. Okay, so uh, and uh, for my listening audience, uh, where can they get the book, Crystal?
5: Okay, well, the book is on Amazon. It's on Amazon. You can also find it on my website, which you see here. I think you have written down at cowgirlastrology.com. You can Google it and it'll pop up on Amazon, but it is on Amazon as we speak. If for some reason it doesn't show right up on Amazon, just Google it, boom, and it shows right up.
0: Yeah, They might have to Google it. I went on Amazon today and there's uh, there's that movie Fire in the Sky. And and that seems to uh, take uh, precedent over quite a few of the books there. They've got a bunch of stuff up there. So look for it. Look for the crystal site at cowgirlastrologer.com. Or again, like she said, just Google it. You know, Fire in the Sky um, and Crystal Pen and you'll you'll find it. It'll pop
5: right up. Yeah,
0: it'll pop right up. Wow. Well, congratulations. And um, I, I, you know, thank you for sending me a copy. I'm going to I'm going to take a dive into that book. That's an amazing book. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, I also talk about astrotheology that we find out that even though for so long, astrology has kind of had a, a dark connotation to it. You know, now we find out that astrology is all through the Bible, including the wise men, that followed Jesus to look for his planet, which was Jupiter. He was looking, they were looking for it. They were sent out to find him. They followed the stars and they were wise men. We hear that they're wise men, but they were ultimately astrologers. And so astrologers have been all throughout the Bible in a good way, as well as we see the nor negative side of it. Um, but this is a more po- positive side of it where we see it all throughout our world, all throughout our generations You know, this beautiful language has is held true.
0: It's not interesting. I mean, we do live in duality. There is dark and light. There is up and down, left and right. You know, that, you know, if you're looking for the goodness in in astrology, you're going to find it. If you're looking in the darkness uh, in astrology, you'll find that, too. Mm -hmm. So just look for the good. because There's so much good in this and they can really help you to, you know, to understand yourself so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, Crystal, you got a story about somebody came in with astrology and and helped uh, and they really started to understand who they are, what they're about through the study of astrology. That might be you. I don't know. Yeah,
5: Well, I'll (laughs) use me as an example. You know, that was definitely me. I'm a Virgo with the Pisces moon, which is we get into a little more advanced astrology. We also in my readings find out where your moon sign is. Where was the sun rising from the east when you were born? And all your other planets, there's 24 components. And when I started studying all the different sides of me, there were so many things that I tried to maybe think was, was something was wrong with me. Or maybe, you know, I was very intuitive, but, you know, you're not allowed to use that intuition. And when I started studying astrology, I found out that was my greatest gift, that that was something I could utilize in my life. Also the analytical side of being Virgo, that that's a great for editing and writing Um, I have a little Libra in my chart, another sign that's great for writing. So I can start to see my life unfold that being a writer was going to be a wonderful, a wonderful opportunity for me that I had the gift to do it. Also, I have a Pisces moon, and so that's the animal communicator. I didn't realize my whole entire life I've had a gift for speaking to animals, working with animals. Sure enough, I found it in my chart. And so it really allowed me to come out of my shell. And bring out the best in me and not let anybody put me down. You know, I really had more confidence in who I was based on my astrology. You know, I
0: still love that. You know, I've had a couple uh, in-depth charts done on me. And I, like you... Uh, found things in myself that I liked and things I didn't know and things I didn't like, right? Mm -hmm. And the things I didn't like, I was like, okay, well, listen, I'm not a victim here. How can I change those things, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the things I liked, I thought maybe I can strengthen those pieces. And the things that were new, I was like, whoa, that's interesting. It Mm -hmm. empowered me. I felt felt more powerful as a result of knowing those things that I didn't know. I bet you everybody feels that way or something Mm -hmm. similar to it.
5: Well, and that's my goal as a reader is that I want people to walk away empowered. I want them to walk away and feel good. Some people that dive into astrology or have readings, sometimes they feel a little scared or maybe the astrologer brings out the bad points in the chart and misses the whole opportunity for bringing out the best in that person. I want somebody to walk away feeling like they can take on the world, that they've got this. Absolutely.
0: And, you know, I'll, I'll put out there, too, there are things in our charts that we've already resolved. Mm-hmm. So, even though they're in the charts they're They've been resolved within us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so if you're reading your chart and somebody says something you don't like, just think to yourself, well, has that been resolved in my own life? Most likely it might be. If not, you say, OK, I need to look this square in the face and do what I need to do to change up whatever that tendency is that I've seen in my chart.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, if you go to a psychiatrist, not that you shouldn't, you know, use different different ways, but it's to say you do. Sometimes it takes up to a couple of years for, for you to be able to share who you are and them to be able to really understand you. But when we get into astrology, the fun part is I can understand the person right out the gate. I know who they are. I can see their life, their life go before them. When they talk to me, I can see it in the chart. So they feel so much better that they don't have to explain themselves, that somebody actually gets them. And astrology does that for us.
0: Yeah. Gee, imagine uh, if you're in sales
5: <laughs> and you know
0: your customer well <laughs> because you study yeah. and you understand what human nature and what the charts are about and, and how people show up. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. It, uh, You know, I've always found spirituality to be a path towards simplicity. And the more you find out about yourself, the more you find out about, let's say, astrology, the more you know yourself, the more you know others. Mm-hmm. And the more you know others, the easier it is to get through and navigate through life.
5: Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, listen, um, we've got about uh, three minutes to go here. So um, what do you want people to know about, um, uh, you know, it's kind of like your message to the world. What is that right now, Crystal? And and uh, you know how does that tie into astrology, and how does that tie into your amazing book that you have?
5: Yeah, fire in the I sky. Actually, yeah, I want people to know that they're creatively and divinely created, that they're intricate, that they're special, that they're unique. There's no two alike. When you look up in the sky and you look at people who are born, were born, we all born at different times, different places, different cities, different states. So it's like your fingerprint in the sky. And if you begin to learn a little bit about astrology, again, this is a way to see, wow, I'm special. I was created special. And that gives us an opportunity to also, my encouragement is for people to step up and be their best, be who they are and to live out to their fullest. And I really believe astrology and this book is going to help people really look at themselves in a safe way.
0: Well, I do too. Again, the book is a fire in the sky and I hope you'll, uh, you'll check it out and uh, find out more about crystal and about uh, yourself. That's really what the book is about helping people find out about themselves. Crystal, I appreciate you being here. Um, Any final thoughts?
5: No, this was great, thank you, Ken, so much. And I just, I just wish, you know, I just hope that people will check out my book and like I said, it'll be a great opportunity for them to look within in a very safe way.
0: That's so cool. Okay, thank you. So, if you are an individual that is interested in finding out more about you, finding about what makes you tick, what is your gifts, your talents, your abilities, what are your superpowers? You know, how do you tap into your genius? How do you become the best version of yourself? Well, one of the ways you can do that, of course, is through uh, Crystal's book we just talked about. Another way you can do that is to contact me. And on my website, you can go there at KenDFoster.com, KenDFoster.com. And right there, you can get a session with me and I'll help you to explore what's going on within you. You know, I'm a business strategist and I'm also been a life coach for over 26 years. I'm a master coach. So if you've got something going on, Find the courage to make that phone call. And listen, if it's not me, that's okay. But still find the courage to make that phone call because life is short. It is worth living with joy and abundance and happiness in your life. There's no reason for anything else in your life except that if you're going through troubled times, challenging times, it's just an opportunity to learn to grow, to evolve. And when I say that, I say it with deep love and compassion. I've been through difficult times in my life. Somebody would have said that to me when I'm going through it, I'd probably throw a plate at them. (laughs) But uh, truly it is about that. And you can get out of any situation when you have the right coaching and mentoring and right understanding and um, compassion and love in your heart. You can get through anything. So I hope you take me up on that. It's a free session for you right now on my website, kendefoster.com. Just scroll down and you'll see uh, where to get a session with me. And for those of you that are just tuning into our show, maybe the first time, I hope you'll tell your family and friends about it. This is how we grow our show. You can find all of our... Shows on Voices of Courage.us, and you can also tell Alexa, Cortana, or Siri to play Voices of Courage podcast. It'll come right up for you. We're on YouTube, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, we're all over the place, right? So you can just Google us to make it easy on yourself. So. so from my heart to yours, I, uh, I hope that this show has been beneficial and um, and you will continue to find uh, the path to uh, inner joy and inner happiness, and um, make sure that you continue to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. Take care.